Hello, Nostalgia Nights listeners. Hi, welcome to episode 28. Uh, We're just two millennial women talking about emo music, album by album sometimes, but also sometimes by playlists. And we have a really fun one today. Yeah. Uh, but my name is Brittany, and I'm here with my sister Shelby. Say hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Today, we're talking about Gym Class Heroes. Yay. Yay. Yeah, we haven't we didn't pick an album just to like be transparent i guess like i feel like there's not like a gym class heroes album that like has really affected our hearts <laughs> well like you i know, really like, like them... the the quilt that's like my favorite of their albums yeah. like that is like one of their albums that i like listen to like front to back for like whenever it, it mm-hmm. came out but i thought too like you know gym class has such an extensive discography that's like yeah, it was so many bangers and like so many hits, like overspanning mm-hmm. like years. Like they were they were a band for like a yeah. super long time. That I was like, I feel like bands like this and maybe bands and artists later, like uh, I'd want to like kind of span their career more to kind of give it justice. You know what I'm saying? So I think like we got a good like totally. mix of like okay, we have something from nearly every album that they've put out. Yeah, and it's like interesting listening to the songs on this album Mm. where like they're pretty well known Mm -hmm. and stuff but at the same time you can hear just the difference in everything and the growth i think yeah just all very um um similar to each other but Mm -hmm. like just really complex and diverse through it all too but yeah um as I said, we talk about emo stuff, and last episode we got very, very, very emo. Um, <laughs> in episode 27, we talked about Taking Back Sundays, Tell All Your Friends, so go check that out if you haven't. Um, it's a fun time. Yes. Um, and yeah, and then if you want to um, hang with us, we're at Nostalgia Nights, N-I-T-E-S for the Nights, basically everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Woohoo! Yeah. I'm trying to consistently be better about posting, but, you know, whatever. You know, both of us. We fall behind, okay? We, we have lives. Yeah, exactly. I was like, we have lives and, like, full-ass jobs outside of this. So if I see something interesting or whatever, I'll post it. I'll post sneak peeks and stuff. So if you like a little sneak peeks of our episodes, want to give that a shot Mm-mm. before diving in, they'll be up on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm ready to dive in if you are. Me- I had like a, um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, that's okay. But <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I like compiled like a little bit of fun facts, just like a, about oh, Gym Class Heroes. Like it's very vague and broad, mm-hmm. uh, but just like a little like rundown of like kind of their career and how, um, you know, somebody doesn't know, now they can know. Yeah, no, I did actually the same. I did kind of like a little mini timeline of their history to kind of mm. set us the stage for where these albums fall, like, you know, what came first, etc. So maybe we can yeah. start with that to kind of like set the stage of gym class. Totally. Okay. And if you want to do yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> if you have any fun facts that like loop in, please let me know. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, go ahead. So officially, their years active were in 1999 to, th- to 2012. They did mm. reunite in um, 2018 to play with 311 and The Offspring, which is 
random. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good choice. But then they kind of almost immediately after that date broke up again. Um, mm-hmm. So they're from Geneva, New York, which is upstate. And I looked it up because I've never heard of this town. I was like, okay. So I looked it up. It's kind of like up towards like the Ontario border of Canada. Um, and it's mm-hmm. a really small town. It's like population of 13,000. And that was in 20, um, 2010. So I'm thinking hmm. like even way before, you wow. know, as they're growing up, it's probably super small town. Um, mm-hmm. So... They, Travi met drummer Matt in high school, in gym class, hence their name, Gym Class Heroes. Um, they signed to Feel by Robin slash Decadence you know, when Pete Wentz heard the 2003 The Paper Cut Chronicles. Um, mm. They later released their full album of that in February 2005, and so that album is turning 17 years old. Um, the next album then was 2006 As Cruel as School Children, which we have. Um, it's also gold certified because um, mm-hmm. this really helped them break into the mainstream with like The Queen and I and Close Off and um, Cupid's Chokehold was on the first Paper Cut Chronicles, but then they put it back on to this one. Um, mm-hmm. And then this is also the same time that like Travi was um, featured on Snakes on a Plane. Um, with Cobra, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you know we're getting yeah. the Decadence Feel by Ramen fam, like literally yeah. because like Travi's also on Kiss My Sass, um, and then we have William Beckett on Seven Weeks. So like, it's it's a it's the era when we were talking about like in Hot Mess and like uh, in some of our Academy Is episodes. Like it's the era of like where that whole fam is like coming up into the mainstream. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Oh, my God. I know, truly. Um, and then, so then in 2007, which is, like, at the peak of kind of, like, the neon emo era, um, Gym Class mm-hmm. wins an MTV Video Music Award for Best New Artist. Mm. Uh, and then in 2008, they released The Quilt. So that's turning 14 years old today. Um, and then in 2008, they were on Warp Tour. And this is kind of, like, was a main kind of news story in the scene at that time. But... Travi was arrested at Warped Tour after hitting a man on the head mm-hmm. with his microphone. And I was reading yeah. more into that, and the man was, like, yelling racial slurs at him, like, from the crowd. And Travi had invited him up to the stage to, like, you know, basically tell him off and to, like, not do that. Mm-hmm. But then even I'm thinking about this, too, in, like, a... Um, I guess the man had either, like, also kind of was being physically... Mm-hmm. Was starting Belligerent. to like physically start shit or whatever so then Travi hit him mm-hmm. on the head with the microphone and then it, I think it was interesting kind of reading the PR kind of like mm-hmm. way they spun it because like then the label and stuff were like oh he hit Travi's bad knee and that's why Travi hit him with the mic I was like instead of you could say that this oh. guy was a racist and <laughs> was mm-hmm. like badgering him and you know with like you know hate speech and shit that's not cool and so i was like that is interesting as i'm always kind of constantly thinking about like you know all of the emo bands emo scene in general and how it's reckoning with race and gender and sexuality and all of that so i'm like that's Uh a very interesting time especially in 20 2008 like i don't know had that be happening like 2021 warp tour like if that were going to be the same case so i don't know it's just interesting mm. shitty that mm-hmm. you know travi had to go through that and you know 
he was he's a black man in like a front man role when this scene was already so very white especially at warped tour mm-hmm. and stuff so like yeah. and and they're bringing like different type of music they have definitely have more hip-hop influence but there is rock and there is like um kind of like emo undertones so i don't know that mm-hmm. happened and then in 2010 travi went solo and released his album lazarus um, which is an absolute bop and <laughs> uh, something that I'm hopefully really excited to revisit soon. And then in 2011, they released Papercut Chronicles 2. And this was by far mm-hmm. their like, most big kind of in the mainstream they got. It peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100. This has um, mm-hmm. Stereo Hearts, which was like all over the radio at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just kind of coming off like billionaire with Bruno Mars from Lazarus. So like, yeah. And I think like at this point too, like paper or Jim Close Heroes was kind of being more seen as like Travi's project. Um, and so I don't know if that led to any of the breakup or whatever. But then mm-hmm. Jim Close Heroes breaks up in 2012. That's kind of the rundown of their, like, life as a band. Applause. <laughs> what are um, your fun facts? I don't really have fun facts. That's basically all I had with what you said. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like, couldn't believe that Stereo Hearts was that old. TBH, like, it's wild. Dude, um, right? Because, like, I just imagine being in the car, like, driving around in the summer and that song, like, literally always coming on. Always. Seriously, and oh billionaire, gosh. always yeah. coming on too. Yeah, uh, one thing about Cupid's Chokehold is that I saw that it's now, as of right now, it's three times platinum. Oh shit! Um, and it's interesting because I think I think I saw that it's it was as of like October two thousand two thousand twenty one, I think. Um, and so yeah, it's funny because then I had seen. Which I didn't even know was a thing to VH, but um, there was like a TikTok trend that went around, like with Cupid's Chokehold as the song. Oh, I um, also saw an article so, about like, that, but I never, it never came yeah. up on my For You page. Yeah, I mean, it's probably, it's like an old trend by now. It was mm-hmm. last year already, but I thought that was cute because it was just like kind of using like the lyrics to kind of like people's like wholesome meme you know of like people like (laughs) using the song to like show their partners or whatever oh my god cute Um, yeah and i saw that um i saw that the original like two um young cupids in the video um like kind of like found each other again on tiktok because like the girl used the song and she was like you know like you know this song like i was the girl like in the video or whatever and then maria was dear maria (laughs) (laughs) yeah and the guy like um stitched her video and was like hey like i was the guy like whatever he was like like, can we like meet again oh my (laughs) god i was like oh my god and um travis said in the article like that was like one of his like favorite like (laughs) videos that he saw come from everything because it was funny because he was like you know um, I don't know what TikTok is, and I just realized what it was when all of this was going on and oh <laughs> all that God. kind of wow, stuff. That's funny. So like now he's like on TikTok and um, stuff like that. And I even saw because I pulled up the TikTok myself, and he had commented on it. He was like, "I love you guys," oh. and I was like, "Oh my God, cute!" Oh my God, um, that's cute. 
And so then uh, going back to like the whole keep his chokehold being three times platinum now, mm-hmm. it's just interesting like how like over time, you know, these these things like TikTok trends and shit like that, like can really boost that for a single to like, I don't know what it was before then, but like maybe it really pushed it to be three times platinum, you know? Totally. I think and I think that's really cool to like, um, I don't know if like whoever started this was like, you know, probably they're probably not an elder person. So they're probably a youth, like, on the internet. Probably just found this song, like, yeah. oh, my God, it's a cute song, and I can do this TikTok thing, too. Like, it's also a cool way to, like, get, you know, new generations into some of the old stuff. Like, because I think gym class mm-hmm. is, like, so just heavily underrated, even when they were mm-hmm. a band, and even when they were, you know, like, on Billboard and, like, on all of that. It's just, like, I don't know. They just always think that they were, like, underrated. So I'm really happy that Cupid's Chokehold got, like, is three times platinum. I think that was like maybe one of the first songs I ever heard of gym class, and, and mm-hmm. mostly because like to Patrick Stump, when I was consuming everything <laughs> Fall Out Boy had, yeah, I was like, oh my god, peace out. He's on Stump. this. <laughs> oh, he's also on Close Off. Okay, awesome. Oh, like he's in the song with Cope Starship. Who is his band? Like honestly, yeah, I yeah. I discovered gym class via all of their mishmash of mm-hmm. FBR familiness. Yeah. Which was always the best. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, we've talked about it so much, I think. But it was just a different time, you know? With, <laughs> like, um, in even, like, the close-off video, mm. like, P. Wentz is in it. And then, like, Panic is in it. Oh, yeah. And, that's like, where they're as, dancing like, as the Yeah. Um, as, like, the animals. furry people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about like, that. That's so It was funny. just, like, such a fun time. Because then, like, you know, like, videos like that and... You could go, the other example we've talked about was, like, thank you for the memories, and, like, we've got a big mess on our hands, like, those crossed over with mm-hmm. William Beckett and P. Wentz, and, um, yeah, it was just the best. Dude, truly. Just lots of love, you know? Yeah, Close Off is fun, I feel like. I think, um, I almost like this feature from Patrick Stump more than Cupid's Chokehold. I think it's just, like, his, like, high notes and just, like you know yeah it's very like a jazzy um peace dump (laughs) yeah and he um i just also have found always found it like funny that like nerdy peace dump back in the day is like on this song that's supposed to be like sexy and stuff you know um but yeah love that for him um (laughs) (laughs) which is so like i think even juxtapositioned with like how his his vocals are with travi's like vocals like something i loved about like mm-hmm. travi's like like rhyme and how he like his like cadence and stuff of it is like always so smooth and like with a little like swagger and i'm like okay i'm here for mm-hmm. this but it's also very like mm-hmm. smart and like fast and like keeps you engaged yeah he's just always like his lyrics are always just like quirky mm-hmm. like fun yeah like very like tongue-in-cheek um, like you know yeah. never too serious but like and then uh, speaking of lyrics, like in this song, I've always loved the part where he's like kind of talking about chicks, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> as he says chicks. Um, I'll read the part that it is. It says, um, got chicks, all hot chicks, indie rock chicks and hip hop chicks, slim chicks, round chicks, black, white, yellow and brown chicks. <laughs> like, uh, I just think that has like that's always like really like hit me hmm. where i'm like oh my gosh love inclusivity 
um but like because it's just like talks about like all different types of like women and mm. like he's kind of like lifting lifting them up of like um you know like any like however like you look mm-hmm. like you're beautiful you know yeah yeah and, like you're and you can be and feel sexy mm-hmm. and um yeah he's just like always done that and I've always loved that lyric and I just, it's just like especially in like world of this scene and mm-hmm. this kind of music mm-hmm. and stuff like that all the lyrics and visuals are of like girls that have like the same archetype mm-hmm. or like being con- very conventionally attractive or of course like the white beauty standard of mm-hmm. the world and stuff like that but to hear like a band include in their lyrics of like all these physical features of women totally. are beautiful and sexy I always love that oh my god that's so true I mean I think we're, I know where that makes me think about cookie jar too which is like yes. honestly one of my favorite songs ever of my life honestly like yeah i just love this song so much one because Dude, i fucking I... love the metaphor of it all but <laughs> two he has the like um the a similar part of like listing all the girls yeah. that he finds attractive or whatever and i mean like kind of problematic because i think he's like in the first verse is like you know uh I was like either cheating or stepping out or whatever. Can't keep oh, my hands yeah. on the cooking show. <laughs> yeah, it's totally like a song about like cheating and like getting with girls. But like this song is just so fun. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. But yeah, there's like that um there's like that part where he's like naming off cookies where yeah. he's like Milani Milano Biscotti Italiano, you know? <laughs> dude yeah the song is so fun it just has like a fun like groove to it you know i don't know like just having um like a rap sense and a rap and hip-hop sense mixed with like a rock um emo sense Mm -hmm. like it's just it was just like i feel like it was just a nice time to give them like um just that fun like that song that's kind of like it's kind of misogynistic (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) um but like you know it's like what was playing at the time and like um yeah what 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 goes on in like the hip-hop genre sometimes and stuff and so like it was just like their little chance to like have that you know and they had a video to it and it was basically just literally them rocking out and having their homies and their crew and stuff just like sing the song or whatever (laughs) and yeah it was just fun no, yeah, for sure. And like, um, I, the Quilt overall is a CD that has a ton of like collabs. So this song is yeah. like featuring the Dream, which you can tell like in the beat of it mm-hmm. all is like definitely kind of like more mm. of like the Dreams like style. It's kind of also too like reminiscent totally. of like a nineties, like early aughts like R and B vibe, like very like smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I I also love the lyric: "The double stuff or thin mint don't matter. You get in it like every." <laughs> That just like gets like it's stuck in my brain too. But like also like you know you're right like body inclusivity and like mm-hmm. all the all the different races and stuff that he's naming. Mm-hmm. Um, though I will say as a Native American person, I was like, where's like the mm-hmm. indigenous cookie? You know? Yeah. Where are we? I was like, or do I just uh, you know, identify with the Asian part? Yeah, that too. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. 
but I was like, I, I appreciate it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, yes. I love this song so much. It's so funny. Um, another like good like tongue in cheek song because yeah, you're right. It like you know when you think about like hip hop and all the stuff of how they how they like either mm-hmm. rap or like have songs about girls and like hooking up and sex mm. and stuff it's always sometimes kind of like raunchy or like too raunchy so i think the mm-hmm. metaphor the cookie jar thing and it's just like it's funny so it's like kind of like tongue-in-cheek like you get to like jam to it uh yeah so yeah i don't know it's like one of my favorite songs ever <laughs> yeah no yeah me too i think another song that kind of like goes ties into like talking about women being tongue-in-cheek being quirky um is the queen and i yeah i was Um, just thinking about that dude the queen and i gets me so hyped (laughs) (laughs) like i love that it's the first song on as cruel as children going back to like lyrics and stuff it's just like he i feel like especially in this album and like the songs from this album he's had a way of storytelling by like painting a narrative in like a few lines um kind of like similar similar to like what we've talked about in the past too but yeah i've always kind of like liked the line or uh, it's always tickled me the line that he says i find it funny she can never find her car keys immediately after telling me she can't take it Mm -hmm. um i'm just like funny quirky (laughs) um no yeah i love the song kind of makes me reminiscent of like you know hot mess and loving a girl and if she's like messy and maybe because she's messy so definitely the queen and i got a lot of play back when i was in college <laughs> a lot yes. so, it's, i felt like oh my god my theme song now but you know we grow out of the mess <laughs> sometimes but yeah and thinking about keep it chokehold too like that that video was on mtv literally all the time <laughs> Oh my goodness, yeah. Literally all the time. Wow. What an iconic song, though. I know. I love it. Um, also, um, Katy Perry. I love the songs <laughs> by Katy Perry. I know. It's so funny to me. <laughs> I think it's just, too, like, a song that is so great to be their legacy. Mm. Um because like it's quirky it's groovy it has a good good hook with like of course patrick stump once again (laughs) um and the rapping like isn't too fast or Mm. it isn't like too over people's heads and so like it's perfect to be like a single played on the radio like for people to sing along to like and for people just to be like really captivate captivated by its catchiness so true um and it's like a pro- about praising your girly, you know. Yeah. And also, low key, definitely about Katy Perry. So <laughs> <laughs> she's in the video. That's, that's a fun little nugget on top of everything. <laughs> She'll be in that video forever. Yeah. Yeah. Which, if you don't know or weren't around for the lore that they dated, very early in her career, like around mm-hmm. yeah, two thousand seven ish. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's crazy, y'all so crazy <laughs> i kind of and listening to this i kind of wish that they would play it at emo night i feel like that would be a fun time dude yes they definitely need to play more gym class at emo night this would be a fun song or even close off too yeah. like any of these songs queen and i like yeah this would be a nice little like bot 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I love it. You know me. I love like romantic earnest songs. And this I think is like gym classes like tongue in cheek way of doing that. Love it. Yeah, cuz I love the um the lyric that's like if I had to choose her or the sun, I'd be one nocturnal nocturnal son of a gun. I was like, "Oh my yeah. god, I love that." Kind of even too on the same kind of relationship thing, but I think on the other end of the spectrum. You have Ass Back Home mm-hmm. featuring Neon Hitch, which I think is also mm-hmm. one of a sign of the time because Neon Hitch, like, what are they doing? But <laughs> yeah, literally it was on like two features that I knew. Yeah. There, she, she's on like a 303 feature. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Follow Me Down. Yeah. Banger. <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Love that song. <laughs> um, yeah. Ass Back Home is on Papercut Chronicles Dose, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um <sighs> I just love this song. It's a fucking bop, dude. Oh my god, yeah. Um, it's interesting because you can tell like how much more polished this song is. Oh yeah, for than sure. Than everything else on this <laughs> playlist. For sure, like the um, money that went into this one <laughs> versus yeah. like as cruel as school children because like Ask Back Home and like Seven Weeks are our like um, long distance relationship touring life mm-hmm, songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, very crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've always kind of, or I was kind of thinking that um, it is, like, a grown-up version of Seven Weeks. Because, mm-hmm. like, Seven Weeks is, you know, that touring song and everything. But it kind of goes, kind of goes along with, like, the grueling side of touring mm-hmm. and, like, loving it. But it's, but the, but the hard side of it, too. And I, Seven Weeks just kind of gives a feel of, like, being single and going out there and mm. doing the touring and like just giving it all you have and like mm. running yourself to the ground and stuff like that but then as back home is like oh i'm out here still doing it still touring but like i have somebody at home like that i can go back to or like is keeping everything locked down and just like a, lo- a, a lot more of an adult situation so true Um, in this song so true and even as you're talking about that even the features really also help get that Mm. across yeah because like with william feature on seven weeks academy is we're also very much in that realm of like doing the hustle Mm -hmm. and touring um and i love that lyric too like even if we don't look back again like there's this kind of like momentum Uh of like we got to go forward we got to do this like we're just like you know wheels to the pavement and let's go but yeah definitely ask mm-hmm. back home being neon hitch which is like a more female voice and she's saying she's singing get your ass back home like come mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. to me and like you know um like i miss you and all of this and like his lyrics are kind of like more torn then of like oh yeah. i have to go back home but i like have to be on the road and like these are my two loves mm-hmm. like how can i balance them yeah, and how Seven Weeks 2 has a, like, a lightness to it. The... Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, so, like, dreamy. Um, yeah. In my mind. Um, but Ask Back Home has kind of, like, a darker tone, or it's, like, heavier. Yeah, totally. Which, like, yeah, side of growth, mm-hmm. too. Because it's, like, when you're young and doing whatever you want, like, that's how it feels. It's, like, all that lightness and everything. But, like, when you grow up and learn more things about the world and (laughs) have more responsibility and another person is part of your responsibility Mm. and stuff like that it's like there's like a lot more like heaviness 
to it. Um, yeah, um, going back to like seven weeks for a second, obviously, love a song with Sir William Beckett on it, <laughs> always and forever. Um, yeah, I just love I just love an ode to touring song, you know. Oh my god, same. It's just so <laughs> sweet. Like I said, they it touches on like the tough part of it, but also just like really loving what you do and um almost like I almost got a feeling of like um you know, living the dream. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, there's a line in it that says, I'm loving every minute, every road sign's a reminder of exactly why we did it to begin with. Mm. Um I was like, oh, yeah even as you're saying this i'm like why am i i always love a good touring song or like the road and all that like Mm -hmm. i'm always just like i've been reflecting right now i'm like why do those songs always really hit me and long distance like relationship songs i'm like i've never been in a long distance relationship why does this really hit me i've never toured with a band before like why does this hit me i think just like Mm kind of though like the way we've like lived our lives kind of we know Mm -hmm. those like feelings and like i think especially like for me, I've moved around so much in my life. I'm a very much, I'll just pick up and like move wherever sort of person. Um, not now mm-hmm. anymore as I, again, have adulted and you know, there are other people <laughs> now in my life that I'm like, oh, I can't just like do that. Yeah. Um, but before, like when I was younger, kind of like in seven weeks, like that's just like how the feels like, oh, you know, this is my life. I have so much in front of me. I'm just gonna keep going wherever I want. The possibilities are endless. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. ask back home is like, okay, you can go out you know do whatever you want to do and like go see the world or go do different things on your own but there's more of the anchoring there okay this person mm-hmm. is like waiting for me at home and like clearly yeah. not the same but if i ever go away <laughs> for an extended period it like feels that way i'm like okay like i'll come back yeah. or i miss this person like you know that's my home now and i'm like visiting this other place for a little bit um, yeah, I think that's totally. such an interesting kind of adult. Like again, like there's what, fifteen years at least between these two albums. Like, just yeah, I don't know. Just like it's just an adult feeling to kind of hold that responsibility more. Not to mm-hmm. say that you can't go out and do things and big things and change your life, but it's very interesting how they were able to communicate that in just like music. Totally. Damn. Anyways. We got <laughs> to be a little lighter, I guess. Um, I think we just got some like fun, groovy songs towards the end. Um, what do we say? Queen and I was the as school as cruel school children's first song, right? Um, mm-hmm. And guilty as charged is the quilt's first song, also. Um, and I think it's another mm-hmm. great like kind of premiere song. It's such a groove, like such a groove. And I think you mm-hmm. know that's very much Estelle's like vocals mm-hmm. in the chorus or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I put this one here just because like I love the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah, I just love the like big band mm. theatrical kind of style, which is of course as we've talked about as well like it's definitely like what people were doing in like 2007 2008 mm. um we love brendan neary's impact <laughs> from a fever you can't sweat yeah, out I was just about to say. Um, <laughs> we love that um but yeah just like the big band sound here is just like super fun and jazzy in a perfect way to start mm-hmm. off the quilts um because it is um i always i always think that like when a band does the big band theatrical jazzy thing mm-hmm. it's a 
it's a big step up to like what they were what they were doing mm. um because i kind of feel like it takes the right um moment and the right writing um and the right song to have that big band feel mm-hmm. like you can't just put it in everything you know oh like, totally it has to be the, the right whole moment. album couldn't sound like this <laughs> yeah like it, ha- it has to be the right moment um and this was like gym class's time to do it mm. um and yeah i kind of like thought this song was um kind of touch just slightly touching <laughs> on um kind of like the injustice of like black people being accused of mm. shit and they're innocent and um just like kind of and I, I say touching because like there's like a the line where it's like um if you're innocent let me see you two-step mm. and um so it's like it's saying things but in a different way oh, that is like I really creative and like <laughs> a little bit hidden mm-hmm. um but of course it's like you know gym class um being um true to themselves mm-hmm. and like um you know nobody was ready to have this conversation back then <laughs> but they were um you know still like this is important mm-hmm. so we're going to represent ourselves mm-hmm. we're going to represent the people like us and make a message mm-hmm. like this in this song no yeah i love that even going into like the kind of bridge part where estelle just sings like i'm innocent like over and over again mm-hmm. but like in a more like mm-hmm. lamenty like whaley way as like the trumpets and stuff mm-hmm. are going um behind uh yeah and i love too the part where it's i and i always love this in a song but it, when he says it goes down like this like like that i'm like mm-hmm. oh my god i love that um <laughs> <laughs> but like it kind of too to like emphasize like a point like this is how it went down like this is truth because mm. um, also mm-hmm. the song too is kind of like um, you know like I guess I can like be or s- I, it doesn't really matter what I do say or be like I'm just right. guilty as like you're seeing mm-hmm. me so um, they made yeah. that you know I think the big band stuff too kind of made that like I guess like digestible for people Cause like you know totally. it's like fun and you're like oh my god look at these like trumpets and shit, um, yeah. <laughs> but they're like we are gonna start off this album like this. <laughs> yes, yeah, totally. Yeah, digestible is a really good word. Agreed. I think it's like interesting to juxtapose that song to peace sign, um, mm-hmm. because peace sign is very much like not gonna beat around the bush sort of song. Um, yeah but I fucking love it because it does that um dude yeah the song goes fucking hard (laughs) I love it yeah I think um I think this song is perfect to be on the quilt right after as quilt's children Mm -hmm. um just because like you know that was the time when keep it chokehold like really rose them to fame Mm. and like you know they really are famous and probably rich now like off of keep it chokehold mm. and all of that stuff um and yet again we always talk about this is the time <laughs> when it was talked about for bands to quote unquote sell out ah oh, um, yeah and so 20, 20 2007 of, 2008 was the sellout discourse time <laughs> yes and um it, a lot of like the lyrics and like just everything is kind of pointing out like people criticizing them mm. and travi like um for quote-unquote selling out mm. <laughs> um and um it's basically just like 
he literally says that he's like it's like a big fuck you to like all the people that judge him mm-hmm. like because he does this for himself the fans people like him and his family and um yeah it's just like a really good like fuck you guys like i'm gonna continue to do this yeah and <laughs> just whatever <laughs> i don't think i'll ever understand the now i think like now as an adult because i think you know 2007 2008 in the sellout discourse i could be like oh my god mm-hmm. yeah they're not my band anymore i think that's a lot of where that comes from uh right. with fans um but like mm-hmm. as an adult i'm like why would you ever be mad about a band getting their coin like you're you want your band to be successful um, yeah why are you yeah. why are you hating even, on that? Yeah, and even like now that I'm thinking about it, even like sound wise, like um people get mad about like bands changing their sound and I think that's even like a part of like quote unquote selling out too. Mm. Um but I'm just like I don't like when a band sounds the same every single album. I would no, <laughs> I would love for my band to sound different a little bit on each album. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a whole thing. <laughs> I know, but like I think gym class really did that really well. You know, as we've kind of mm-hmm. listened to, look back on at least three albums of theirs, like their sound kept getting crisper, sharper. You could tell like production, even from as cruel into the quilt, more, and then from the quilt to Papercut Chronicles too, even more production, even more money went into that. You're getting. Buster Rhymes ain't gonna be on here for no like chump change, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I think too, especially yes. like peace sign index down of like, um, just like a fuck you to like there's everybody else who like doubts them or calls them haters. Like fuck you, this is for my people. And mm-hmm. um, to have Buster Rhymes like be featured on this track, like that's a huge name in the music industry. Mm-hmm. So it's also mm-hmm. like to have I'm gonna have like the, one of the biggest names on my like sellout song quote unquote totally Um, or just like in my route back to my people song like i think about like thriller and how Mm -hmm. they had jay-z because like at that Mm -hmm. point that was fallout boys like you're selling out um but thriller is their like song for the fans this is for the diehards like this is for my people like and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get a huge ass rapper (laughs) to be featured on it yeah just to like flex yeah Oh yeah, flex on Dude, hopes. totally. I think one more thing I have to say about gym class, just who they are, their impact, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as I was, I was listening, watching the music videos, and everything. Um, I think it's just something really important about Travi and gym class is that like they never tried to be something they're not. Mm. Um, they really made sure to like stick to themselves, like culturally never watering themselves down mm-hmm. um watching um watching all the videos i really appreciated like the di- the diversity in their casts mm-hmm. um and just um and everyone just being out there authentically themselves and like not like um i don't know you can just tell like in like what they wear like how they act and like stuff like that it was just like very themselves didn't water them themselves down Mm -hmm. um and even as the band is a two black man two white dudes band Mm -hmm. um there is never a feel where like they're trying to like outshine each other they like really present they really present them them, presented themselves as a group Mm -hmm. and like as a united front Mm -hmm. um and yeah i just really appreciate that 
Yeah, same. I'm really so glad too that we got to see gym class like as a band. Yes. Um, so awesome. Like, and it was so awesome to do like peace sign to index down. Yeah. Like, when they performed this song, oh, gosh, I know. oh my god, I was living. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so cool and so awesome to see gym class. Uh, and like Travi later in life, like in his solo career, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, uh, they were so fun, like a great live band too. So yeah, you know, I always wish they could have given gotten their flowers when they were around. But you know, I think Travis kind of coming back with some stuff. Who knows if Dream Class will mm-hmm. ever be back? But now you have this like little playlist that I hope is like I think a good a good introduction to Gym Class. If you've never heard of them or you're just starting off with like Cupid's Chokehold. Give all these other songs mm-hmm. a listen, and they're so great. And find out what CD really works for you. Totally. Yeah. Well, friends, thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, I always forget to say this, but we'll put the fucking playlist in <laughs> the link in our bio. <laughs> they all there. Instagram. They're all there. Yeah. Um, and I think I can even link it like in the little description um, mm, on the mm. podcast episode. So I will do that too. Yeah. It'll uh, be in our stories. <laughs> now they have links there too. So yeah. Will not so be y'all without. can find it <laughs> and listen and enjoy. Um, but yeah, thanks. We're at Nostalgia Nights and ITES for the nights everywhere Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Once again, come say hi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be back really soon with something else. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, friends. Bye. Bye.